The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. On this special episode of Life Today, join James and Betty Robison as they reflect on the beauty of God's creation. From the majestic mountains to the simple love of man's best friend, God's creation can inspire us all to be compassionate and caring to our neighbors, even if they live on the other side of the world. Find out how you can be a part of something bigger than yourself. Next on Life Today. What a privilege it is for Betty and for me to spend this time with you. I'm James Robinson and my wife Betty. And I welcome you to life today. We are, Betty and I are getting older. We've been married for more than 50 years. Thank God for that. That's almost like a miracle that people are married that long. Now it's a miracle people make it five years and that's really sad. But we just have had an incredible journey together. But as we've gotten older, we've said goodbye to a lot of friends, lifetime friends. And then there's something else we notice. Uh, we've had several pets, and we have a little dachshund named Princess. And now, let me ask you something. Uh, how many of you have ever been captivated by what pets do? Do you know among the most, if not the most popular, YouTube videos that get the 10 million, <laughs> 20 million uh, views are, are puppies? and pets, and how they play together, how they're happy. I, we, we're gonna actually try to show our viewers sometime our incredible ph photographer missionary, Janice Meyer. She and her friend have a, a black, uh, a brown lab and a golden retriever, and they're the best buddies. And they play together. And we, we saw them playing the other day, and I said, that's the way I want Christians to act. I, I want Democrats and Republicans to act like that. I want them to be happy. But anytime you see a pet, now our, our little pet princess, uh, she's uh, going to be 15 years old at her next birthday. And I wrote a book because she inspired me. And it is in the bookstores. It's available. And you know, we'll send you anything. You help us love people and you just ask us for something, we're going to say a big thank you. But our little puppy is, uh, she spends a lot of time sleeping and she's, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on with her. And we care. And there's not a person watching me that hasn't seen a pet in distress and wished you could help them. I mean, that's, that's pretty normal, isn't it, Betty? Mm -hmm. yes, yes. How, how do you feel when you think about Princess Change? Just a puppy, just stay with me because this is important. Well, she is part of our family, you know, and she wasn't feeling too well a, a few weeks ago, and I was holding her. And you and I, were, you were kneeling in front of me, and we were talking about her. And she just was kind of listless, you know. And I started crying. I wept and I wept. And you said, "Are you okay?" Mm -hmm. And I thought, "No, this is, she's ours, you know." And it's just like, I mean, of course, we don't compare it to our children or whatever. We love them so much, but she is so much a part of our family. And now, especially since we're em been empty nesters for a long time. She's see, real that, dear to our heart. Yeah, and it's natural. See, there's not anything unnatural. That's actually quite godlike because he's the God of all creation. And for us to love, not worship animals and understand that they're animals God has given us and, and we can consume them. We can eat them. God made that very clear. He also gave us some cautions and some warnings. But, it, but here's the thing. The fact that our heart is touched when we see something, even that simple, 
it ought to really impress upon us how deeply, now, now listen to me, how truly deeply we should be moved when we see a person in distress. As a matter of fact, when you take the two commandments, which Jesus said you can just take all the commandments and you can reduce them to the great commandments. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, with everything that is within you. And I'm going to tell you this. Until we really love the living God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we're not really living. We are at best having a high-level existence or a low-level existence, but we're not really enjoying life. And then if you love God and then love your neighbor as yourself, you love others, really love them. In other words, you want for others what you would want for yourself. If you were in distress, you needed help. If you were thirsty, if you were hungry, you would want someone to touch that need if you were hurting. And we, if we love our neighbors, should be moved. I mean deeply moved. I want you to know that when Betty and I saw the suffering people in the third world countries and many of the nations on the continent of Africa, we knew that only love could heal their pain. But here's the thing we discovered. When we began to reach out in love and we brought that opportunity to the viewers of life today, and I honestly told the missionaries, what I have seen, I would plant my life here to save these people. And they said, don't stay here, go home and tell so we can stay here. I said, I don't know if people in the United States and Canada and the advanced countries, I don't know if they'll notice. When you have a mission conference at a church, it's kind of like a prayer meeting. Not many go. I don't know if anyone will help, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell people what we saw and what we felt. And let me tell you something. I live amazed in the presence of the Lord Jesus since the time he called me not only to preach, but to be a witness for as long as I lived. And that's what he's called all of us to do. That's why he left us here. When I came to you, you, the viewers of life today, here in the United States, Canada, and around the world, you reached out with arms of love and compassion that have been as great an inspiration to pastors and leaders and Christians and certainly to us and certainly to the missionaries, and you extended the hands of God's love. And from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. I am glad that you are sensitive to suffering. I'm glad that you love your neighbor. And you know what people like you have told me? James, it's the greatest joy I've ever had to give somebody else life and joy and relief. Now, I want you to walk with Peter Pretorius, our daughter's oldest son, Chris, is with Peter. Jeannie Rogers is with him. I want you just to listen as he just kind of does a walkthrough and shares reality and an opportunity that we must take advantage of. Watch. People come in from rural areas, they bring their kids here when their kids are really severely malnourished. Unfortunately, they often bring them very late, but there is help here and we do save a lot of lives. Unfortunately, we lose some too because they do bring them in late and then the other thing is the mothers come here and the mothers don't have any food. 
Yeah, so these clinics are vitally important in the saving of kids' lives. I mean, we have saved literally thousands of lives working in these malnutrition clinics. And I'm going to show you a little uh, boy here at the moment who's got a very bad disease that comes directly from malnutrition. Look at his little stomach, his arms are swollen, and yet look how thin his little neck is, and look at his ribs sticking out. That's a condition called Kwasioka. I mean, that's why he's here. But to be honest, he needs prayer. Because to me, a child like this has maybe 10% chance of making it. I mean, that's the actual, that's the tragedy. If we could have had him here earlier, or better than that, if we could have fed him in his village, we could have saved him from coming here. And you know what the big thing is? You can make the difference for others that they don't have to come here. You can make the difference so we can reach them in the village before they ever get here. That's what we really would like to achieve. And that's what mission feeding does. It reaches children before they get to this advanced stage. So please, today, don't leave it. Today, it's vital today, not tomorrow, today. Please do something, do something right now. And I am grateful to say that viewers of Life Today heard that missionary heart cry. He's sharing with our grandson, Chris Turner, who graduated from Baylor and went straight to the mission field. And, and I thought it was beautiful to see him sitting there listening to Peter talk about how important it is before they get to that stage of death in those malnutrition clinics where that's their last hope, meet them out where they live in that incredible area of need and you begin know, to James, help them. When, when our missionaries or any of us go into the field like that, it's very hard to watch and to hear. You heard the babies crying. They're crying out for help. You know, here, if, if, if I ever heard my baby crying, I immediately ran to them to see what I could do to stop the crying. If, if they were hungry, if they needed something else, I administered that help. These mothers, they have nothing to offer their children. Their, their babies are hungry. They try to comfort them, but there's nothing to comfort them with for their pain. And, and But we can. We can comfort them. We can reach out and get the food to them before they get to this state of pain and possibly death. You know, from the time you and I went there and we saw the need, we made the statement that we would be willing to do nothing but help rescue these who are perishing, if that was all we ever did. And I know God's called me to preach and teach. And one of the main things God's called me to do as, as, a, as a Christian and, and perhaps maybe a Christian leader, some would, would refer to me as being one, I want, I want to bring the, the body of Christ together and the leadership together so that we so fit together in submission to the head Christ that we actually look like his body. And you know how, Betty, we like to point to others that Jesus is doing so many wonderful things in so that people see Jesus everywhere he's expressing himself and we don't put some Christian spokesman or preacher or teacher or leader up on a pedestal as though they're the only one that we listen to. We can hear Christ speaking in all the different areas and he speaks through that missionary so clearly it impacted us. And when we came back and began to share with our viewers, they felt what you just described. They felt like there's a tremendous need. There's a mother that's hurting. There's somebody that's hungry. And you said, look, 
we can do something about it. You were talking about how you want to do it for your children. We got to understand that God looks at everybody as children that are either his children or he wants to adopt them and be the father. So what God has always been looking for is a family that would love the father, that would love others in the family and would love those outside the family so that we could actually on this earth become a blessed family, even a blessed nation through whom he would bless the nations and people of the world. And that is what we as Christians are here for. Betty, we have an opportunity to literally begin feeding in those village areas or in refugee areas where we set up a feeding center and the people come from maybe 100 or 150 kilometers around and come there because there's food, there's love. Here's what we need. And I mean, it really is a, it's a, it's a request for a miracle. We have 400,000 children located right now, not in those malnutrition clinics. That's a last resort and you pay for those. Your love does that. But we want to feed the 400,000 and give them the nourishing porridge and, and soup mix, nutrition, vitamin enriched, and stabilize the situation for them. Make them healthy again. Give them a future right where they are. And that's what we're asking you to do. We actually need another 70,000 plus of those heat resistant bowls. And I'm asking you to do it. So the appeal is, is as personal and direct as if I could just kind of reach out and, and you know, just take your hand and say, look, please. Let's, let's, let's give them the food, let's give them the bowls, and then this. In order to get to those areas, we have to add eight 10-ton trucks. Some are being replaced, they're just worn out. Some are being added because we're going into other regions and areas. So we need a miracle. I'm asking you to ask God, what can I do? And I'm asking you to go to lifetoday.org or dial that number and take your bank card and simply make the gift God puts on your heart. If you could help us with those trucks, it would be so wonderful. We're gonna need a lot of support there. Those bowls cost a dollar each, approximately. Would you help us? We need more than 70,000 of those, eight trucks. And then 30, 50, or 100, we can feed three, five, or 10 children for the next months. That gift just keeps giving. So I'm asking you, would you please make that gift of love and share the life of God and the love of the Lord with those precious families and children? Thank you for doing it. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft-cover journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
you know, it is amazing. I'm telling you what love does. I'm holding an expression of love right here. This would have been one of the better things the kids brought. They brought oil cans. They brought cans that looked like they'd been dug out of a fire pit. They bought any container that they could, even plastic bags that the soup would burn through. And you as viewers said, why don't you, Betty, James, why don't you give them a heat-resistant bowl? Because you saw the children's fingers get burned on whatever they were holding the soup in. And, and you did this. I mean, you did it. You said to the missionaries, because the missionaries said, they got to have food. We, we, we can't be spending money on bowls. You said, we will. Why did you say that? Because you love the children we're trying to rescue. So we need some more of these bowls. I mean, somebody made you say, I want to give a thousand bowls. I mean, they cost a, a little under a dollar a piece. And they're heat resistant and they have lines that apportion the right amount so we don't run out. So thank you for that. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to show you, because a lot of our viewers, they pray. And you watch these missionaries and, and all of our relief workers and anyone who represents life praying over these children when they reach that last stage at the Mount Anderson Clinic. God, please. And oftentimes Peter Pretorius will say, it'll be a miracle that child lives. Beth Moore, oh, she believes in miracles, but it's not often you really get to see one. Watch this. You're going to see a miracle, and Beth Moore witnessed it firsthand. In 2005, Beth Moore traveled with our mission team to Africa and saw firsthand how the ravages of malnutrition can steal the lives of precious children, like this little child known as Baby Matthew. Lord, we thank you that you are the God who can literally raise the dead, and I pray, Lord, that you would breathe life into him. Returning to Africa two years later, Beth rejoiced at seeing little Matthew, a living miracle because of love in action. Okay, now if anybody would have ever told me I would have had to huff and puff to pick this child up, I would have told them they were out of their mind. Let me tell you something, this is a well-fed child today. I am holding a healthy boy today, and I'm telling you, he would have been so light in my arms, it would have been heartbreaking when I saw him two years ago. I'd never seen anyone uh, that I believed was closer to death than this child was that particular moment in that clinic. It was uh, the most horrifying, moment of my life on a mission field. This, I can tell you, a child never needs to be in that condition, and that's what you and I want to be about, never letting them be in that kind of a state. But let me tell you, we got to see the miracle, and God used this child right here to show me that this is exactly what He wanted me to be part of, that He was working miracles on the field in places like Angola, rural, and in the urban areas, and He was showing us what He could do if people would be aware and if people would care. That's got to be God. Only, only God can take a child in the kind of condition that he was in and have this child right here playing soccer. This will always be my miracle, uh, this Matthew, this precious thing. i tell you what, just, just a moment, bring that back up with the before and the after shot. I mean, this is as near death as a child can get. And then that's as happy as a child can be. Well, Beth, you know how much we love you and Keith and, and Living Proof Ministries and everything you do. Wasn't it fun? 
Beth, wasn't it fun to see that miracle? Betty, wasn't that something? It really is, and James, that's the joy of what we do. We're, we're able to show you the need, the before, but the best thing is the after, the results of what you do when you reach out and you help us feed these precious children. Well, you know, one time during this emphasis on mission feeding, we showed all the children in one particular area and there were thousands where they were, I was telling them, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was like I had to become like a, like a military leader. Wait a minute, hold up, or like a coach. Wait a minute. I couldn't get it fast enough for the children. And they were, they were so hungry and desperate. And we actually too often ran out of food and you prayed I remember when you prayed it, Lord, let the lines waiting to feed and willing to feed the children always be longer yes. than the lines coming to get help because we watch those kids crawl in those barrels and scrape the, the, the nourishing soup off the sides of the 55-gallon drums that had heated the soup just trying to get something. But in that very area where you saw that desperation, we watched the parents and the people get strong enough that they could begin to plow the fields for irrigation. We got some uh, wonderful, concerned Americans to restore an aqueduct, and they began to grow crops. And Betty, when we went back years later, they were feeding more people than we had fed when they were hungry. In other words, the people that got restored, they became farmers for their own family's need, but they were giving food to other people that needed it. It was, a, it was just a complete love expression. So the miracle of baby Matthew is repeated so many times over. And if you could, you could take this opportunity personally to where you say, okay, Beth was praying for that baby. And I gotta be honest with you because Peter told me, I had to tell her, even after the prayer, most likely Matthew won't make it through the night. It's that state. But we saw a miracle. But my, please understand this. That miracle would not have occurred had the missionaries been empty-handed. See, they've got all the love you can imagine to plant their lives in the midst of pain and suffering because of the love of God in them and their children in order to save others, but they have nothing to offer other than care and prayer if they're empty-handed. So what we're asking you to do, help us get the trucks we need to carry the food, to bring in everything that's used to make the food and to deliver it, and help us feed 400,000 children and literally turn everything around for them. 30, 50, 100, three, five or 10 children for the next months. We need some big time help. I'm talking about some major gifts, $500,000 to get those trucks. We're talking about over $300,000 in addition to taking care of the children, the 400,000. So it's gonna take everybody participating and doing all you can. Go to Life Today, Dot org, take your bank card, use it like a check, or dial that number on the screen. If your heart was broken, you could call that number. It's a love line, and someone would pray with you. But right now, it's a lifeline. It's a helpline. You call and you say, here's my gift, and you use that card like a check, and you make the greatest gift of love you possibly can. It is love that never fails. It always gives life. Thank you for giving life. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. 
with previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft-covered journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. If you did not have four-wheel drive vehicles, you couldn't go 50 yards. This is absolutely essential. We're going back into a village for a feeding program that none of the food would get here. Now, they have to take enough food in to last oftentimes weeks. See, they load these big trucks up and then they drive way out into the bush. We've been driving for hours. And so we need you to know that what we have is essential to saving lives, to maintaining the nutrition. It is absolutely critical. Like Betty said one time, we're talking about a truck. No, we're not talking about transportation merely. She said, we're talking about saving lives. We're talking about lives. And that really is the truth. So when we ask you to give a truck, provide transportation, it's critical to saving lives and maintaining health. And I want to make that point. And from the depth of my heart, for those of you who understand, I want to say thank you. You know, I believe, I believe you're going to lifetoday.org. I believe you'll dial the number, whatever you need to do, and you're going to reach out and love. I really believe that. Do remember these trucks, it's not just simply a piece of machinery. It's a delivery of love system. It moves life. It saves life because it delivers what it takes to restore the health of these precious ones. So don't take it lightly. They are expensive. They've got to be four-wheel drive, and we're believing God's going to raise up people. Father, I pray there'd be quite a few people today who would say, I'll give 5,000. Maybe someone could give 10, and a lot of people could give 1,000. I pray they do today in Jesus' name. From the depth of our heart, we say thank you. We have some beautiful love gifts to send you because we love you. We want to bless you. We never give you a gift to get you to give. We give you a gift because we want to give life and love to you every opportunity we get. That's why Life Today is here. We're sharing life today, every day. Thank you for sharing it in the Mission Feeding Programs. God bless you.
Encourage your friends to watch Life Today. I think they'll be glad they do. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.